Um, this is how it rolls uh, when you are family. So you're seeing the inside yeah. and you choose to stay. There's a small child next to me who is wanting to eat, but I don't know how to help him right now. Um, <laughs> he wants a sandwich. We have no bread. It's just, there's a lot of things going on right now. Um, but hey, everybody, um, I just have a couple announcements before we get into just, we'll have a, we'll have just like a quick kind of discussion and we'll see. Um uh, what comes up today? Uh, just yeah, there's nothing awkward about anything that's going on today. It all feels perfectly normal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, first of all, first of all, I wanted to let you all know that um, Mandy um, has been working on. I don't know if anyone saw the a while back. Um, uh, Parks and Rec did like a special, like it was a fundraiser and they did a special and they had all the cast members no, come back no, together. Um, but of course everyone was sheltering in place. They didn't come all into one location. And so the part of the sketch was that it was a phone tree and they were all responsible for calling one another. And of course, mm. if you watch Parks and Rec, the person nobody wants to call I'm not scary. sure everybody watching knows what a phone tree is. Oh yeah, no, I'm going to describe it in a second. Oh, okay. But there's a, a phone tree is like a... Well, like a you pyramid might need to start scam. with what a phone is. This is a phone. Oh, no, okay. So there's a tree <laughs> of them. No, it's basically like basically where like one person calls another person who calls another person that calls a call another person, and so so there isn't like one person making all the phone calls, right? Um, so Mandy has organized um, this really cool. I don't want to call it a phone tree. Maybe like a contact, a phone contact list, a way that we can. Um, check in with one another. So if you would be interested in, um, well, we if you're, if you're interested in participating in such a thing called a phone tree or a contact, phone contact, tree phone contacting. I think it's only thing. a tree if it spiders out. It does spider out. That's the point. Okay. So you call more one than one person, person. Yeah. One person calls one per like maybe five people and then those five people call yeah, people yeah, and like yeah. everybody calls and then before you know it, everybody gets a check-in. Yeah. And kind of the cool thing going on is that every person, like, you wouldn't be, first of all, for those of us who are nervous, maybe of like, well, what do I say? There will be like a script. Like there, mm -hmm. there's like a pretty easy, like just, we're just checking in with one another to make sure we're doing okay. And then there might be information that we're passing along too. Could be a great uh, way of finding out what's going on. Yeah. And then the other piece, um, yeah. So I don't, I got, I lost track of what I was saying. But anyway, if you're interested in doing something like that, Mandy is actually going to post in the YouTube and we'll put it up on uh, our connect page survey to see um like in what way you want to participate because some people could call like more than one person mm -hmm. or and we're gonna slot you in and so at the most the most amount of time that somebody would take if they were like i'm gonna check in with five people four or five people that might take you 45 minutes to an hour like mm -hmm. that's it like that that would be it like on a high that's like oh man i love this idea and i really want to get in on this yeah if you just want to like call one person or get checked in on you can also put that on the thing. Okay. So go to the survey, survey monkey and do that survey. I think Mandy has put that up. I hope she has. I can't tell. I can't see. I'm not watching on YouTube. So hopefully that's up there. If not, we'll have it on the connect page or send it out. So that's happening. Thank you, Mandy, for organizing that. Cause what, you know, we want to, um, we have this physical distancing that's going on, uh, but we want to stay socially connected. And, yeah. um, and the reality is that we might want here for a little bit, you know, sure. check in, but this is just sort of a way of putting in a little bit of accountability. 
and connectedness into yeah. the way that we. Yeah. That's that hopefully is up on YouTube on the thread chat. The other thing that I want to tell you about that I'm really excited about is that um, our dear friend, Emily, who you heard from the other day and who was a part of our community for a period of time has been um, uh, working um, around justice issues and all of the ways and all the intersections that come with working in, in justice. Um, and she's been working with college students for university in uh, Milwaukee. She's putting together a Seeking Anti-Racism Together um, for uh, Grove's White People Work. So what this is, is an affinity group for white folks to get together and facilitated by Emily have conversations about move towards anti-racism yeah, yeah. and it's 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 really good for um this some of the, some of this work is good to be done in affinity not yeah, in should, diverse and no, connected spaces. i think you should take just a second explain kind of why that is because i'll admit that the first time i encountered doing some of this work um the the very idea of splitting off and going all the white folks are going to go over here and talk and the people of color are going to over here and talk. It's very, I think it's counterintuitive and some of you may feel that way. And so what's the reason, you know, for that? Yeah. Well, let me pull from what Emily wrote. So I'll give you Emily, um, a couple of Emily's reasons for why she's, she's the expert, why we get, why gather in a white specific affinity group. Okay. She, she lists two main reasons. Um, number one, in order to honestly work through our needed character growth and ask questions without re-traumatizing people of color. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. So my friend V. Lynn, who many of you have met, she does a lot of this work. She's told me that some of the most um, traumatizing experiences for her were when white folks were kind of working it out and right. in, in front of her and yeah, with yeah. her there, right? Um, so the second thing, the second reason is in order to take responsibility for individual and community progress and anti-racism rather than leaning on people of color to always be the ones putting in most of the work. So yeah. that's, that's why. Um, and so she, uh, we will be putting up, I will put up, um, this document that she has that kind of lays out, um, it'll be 60 minutes. So it'll be for the month of June, every Tuesday for the month of June from six to 7 PM. So just mm -hmm. one hour of time together. And um, there will be 30 to 60 minutes of homework. And that investment, we, we want to, like, we expect that investment because we want to be serious about the change that we think yeah. Jesus wants to do in us. So, um, uh, so five Tuesdays, 6 p.m. starting June 2nd, ending on June 30th. So Emily's going to facilitate that. Awesome. It'll be via Zoom, and we're going to set all that up for you. We will put all the information with all the details and that kind of stuff um, up on our Connect and on our Groves page. Um, and there's a Google form for you to fill out if you're interested in participating in that. Um, and the other thing is, let's say you're like, I can't do Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Here's the good news. We're going to record those and have those up so that you can be a part of that, too. But we still need you to, even if you can't do that Tuesday, maybe you can make a note of that, but fill out that Google form for us so we just kind of know who's participating and how to, how to yeah. tweak it and gear it for our people. So very, very, very excited about that. Um, and that's honestly, it's just such a tremendous resource and um, an opportunity yeah. for, for discipleship. This Would you say that will, because it's such a, uh, just such a touchy subject for folks in the, in our environment, in our climate, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, will we be able to develop tools and ways to kind of talk about this stuff in ways that doesn't, I mean, in one respect, you're saying that it'll be helpful in teaching us to, uh, speak about issues of race and not be hurtful.
capital to help us engage kind of all people uh, around this issue. Yeah, I, I, I straighten our thinking out, give us yeah. uh, uh, maybe a, um, a vocabulary. Yeah, right? yeah, and there will be there will be there. I know Emily will have from a biblical and theological point of view, from looking at history, looking at. So I think it will broaden vocabulary, will broaden yeah. understanding and perspective, cool. and. Um, and can be done together. And I think that's the thing too, like we aren't alone in the work, right? right yeah. But we are. We we do have individual responsibility in doing that work. Yeah. And so um, I think this is just a really good, this is gonna be a great moment. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. yeah, so I'm looking forward to that too. So again, that'll be Tuesdays and we'll get all out to you, like it's right here, but we'll get all this information <laughs> out to you so you can um, sign up and participate. Um, and that'll again, start the first week of June. So, here we are. Yeah. What are we talking about? You said you were going to say things to me and I was going to reply. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, this was, I, I haven't been, I'm not a, um, like church calendar, like the liturgical right. calendar. Yeah, we, we've, we've never, never been that way. We didn't right, grow up in that kind of context. Came up that way. No. Um, but I am now in a lot of circles of people that are, and so right. it comes up in my social media feeds or mm -hmm. the pastors who I'm talking to are talking about it. So this was like the day of Ascension was right. this week. Yeah, yeah. And there were some pretty funny memes that I saw about Jesus, like, hey, see you later. Anyway, <laughs> um, it was funny to me, but you'd have to see them for them to be funny. Right. Just talking about them is probably not as Yeah, I wouldn't comical. dive into that yeah. for very long. I'm not gonna spend a lot of time like five here. five minutes of yeah. you imitating yeah. memes. Yeah, um, not entertaining. No. Uh, 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 so, uh, and next week, uh, we are coming on up to yeah, the day of Pentecost. Pentecost. Yeah. And as a, as a Pentecostal girl and someone who grew up in Pentecostal circles, um, I have always, I mean, that it's been, in that sense, it's been an important um, holiday or yeah. cel celebration for the church. Um, but I wanted to kind of start, just kind of start the conversation around the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. um, because I think there's a lot that we don't. There's a lot that is fuzzy and gray for me, even you know. Mm -hmm. There, there are things that I'm learning and that I am undoing and re, you know, yeah. unlearning and relearning. And um, uh, one of the one of the primary things, like just sharing personally, one of the primary um, um, attributes or gifts of the spirit that had uh, um, that has been really important to me during this time of where we're sheltering in place and not. I there are times when I feel disconnected, mm. but remembering and trusting the unity that comes by the spirit of God that is in each of us. Yeah. And then for me, that expands then, right? Because it goes beyond the spirit of God that is in all the people that I know and love as part of the growth church, the spirit of God that is in um, mm. the body yeah. represented across yeah. the globe and the um, that we are united because the same spirit that is in me is in yeah. um, the person who is in another state in another yes. country and yes. another part of the world. And so, um, and in a global pandemic, anyway, there are, I think right. there's a lot that I, I, that I am trusting in mm -hmm. and, and the way that it changes then the way that I pray or the way that I see people, because I'm recognizing the same spirit sure. that's in me is in them. So anyway, um, I think there's a lot of, uh, if you come from, uh, like coming from some charismatic circles and places, there's mm -hmm. stuff that I've been like, well, that's too crazy. That's too, you know, anyway, mm -hmm. there are, Positive and negative experiences, so to sure, speak. Yeah, and there's a lot to that, that, work through. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought we would just work through that right now, if that's okay. Just, you know. They said yes. <laughs> um, um, they have no choice, right? Really? Well, they could just turn it off. off. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But um, uh, anyway, I was reading. I what I also what I kind of went to this morning were just um, maybe just talking about some of the ways in which the imagery of the Holy Spirit shows mm-hmm. up and what that would mean. And and honestly, I, I just I think the images are imagery as from an artful perspective. The imagery mm-hmm. is um, can speak to us so much more than words, yeah. right? And so I went to kind of biblical images of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And and I'm hoping that maybe today as we just talk about those images, there might be maybe some like openness or newness or something mm. fresh that is awakened in us. Yeah. Um, but also it was interesting as I was, well, we'll get to it as, as I'm uh, doing a little bit of study, but um, uh, uh, the commentary that I read says this about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the third member of the Godhead, fulfills an ongoing but invisible role of connection and communication between people and God. And I thought, man, if there's ever been a time when we need, right? Yeah. And want, like for me, desire more of what, more or an awareness. I don't even know how to talk about that exactly, right? It's like, do I, is it that I need more like my capacity or is it that I'm unaware of the ways in which this spirit is speaking and moving yeah. and communicating and connecting all of us? I've tended to think the latter yeah. often because to me, throughout the biblical um, record, there is this imagery, this teaching of the spirit of God being throughout all of creation, throughout mm-hmm. all of the world mm-hmm. and always working right. like from the beginning. I mean, when you talk about images and maybe you'll get into this, I don't mean to steal it. No, just go. There. But um, the first thought that came to mind was the image of, uh, well, it's a connecting, it's two connecting stories for me. Um, the image of the Holy spirit coming down at Jesus baptism mm-hmm. um, in the form of a dove. And then the image that is uh, painted in a word picture in the creation story mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of God hovering over the waters, yeah. right? Yeah. And, um, of course, in the creation story, this is about the calming of chaos, mm-hmm. you know. In, in, the, in, the, um, in the Jesus story, it is about the, the marking of who Jesus is, the... Mm-hmm. Um, the presentation or the representation uh, uh many of us will see it as a representation of the trinity mm-hmm. there's the voice of god speaking jesus is there being baptized and the holy spirit shows up and you see this kind of trinitarian form right. do you want to explain that. the trinity right no, just, just real quick <laughs> just real quick Let me, yeah, yeah. yeah no i love that genesis 1 two passages, it's like literally the second verse of the text, right? Now the earth was without shape and empty and darkness is over Mm -hmm. the surface of the watery deep, but the spirit of God was moving over the surface of the water. Yeah, some translated hovering. Yeah, hovering. Or fluttering. That's another word that that, that Hebrew word can be translated with. Bird kind of dove language, Uh right? But there's something so... um, The language of that and the imagery of that to me is so mysterious. It's like it's so, um, it's, it's, I want to investigate, but I want, it draws me in. Like I, it's fascinating. Like some, like when you think about, like, I think about like how mist hovers over water, Mm -hmm. right. And it's so mysterious. And it's almost like, for me, it's like kind of scary, but it's like, I don't know. There's something compelling that Mm -hmm. makes me want to like, what is going on? Another, well, your description of that, right. Is it's a powerful image because it's before anything has happened, right? Here's the waters, the chaos, 
and it is the spirit of God hovering over it, just about to work. Yeah. Right. And what an image for us in in this time. Yeah. That you know there is chaos, there is storm, there are are people who are are more suicidal now because of the stress. People who are experiencing mental health crisis because of what's going on now. People who are experiencing financial right. It is. For many people, storm and chaos. It is like a royal, like boiling, like rolling. Yes, and we see it bursting out on social media or in protest or in, you know, all these different expressions of of humanity suffering, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And we've got to trust Mm -hmm. that the same spirit of God Mm -hmm. that was hovering over the chaotic waters, kind of the primordial, you know, Mm -hmm. creation, the same spirit of God is 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 hovering over this chaos, mm-hmm. and not only hovering over. I mean, now that we live in the age post Jesus, where He's come to be with us, and 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 as humans, we've uh, been given the opportunity to receive the Holy Spirit and have the Holy Spirit active in our lives in the midst of the chaos, not just hovering over. Mm-hmm. Right, and so the, this image starts to become powerful, uh, a, a huge idea of us. Uh, having the literal, the spirit mm-hmm. of the creator mm-hmm. in us, around us, mm-hmm. everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and it is, I, I think, like that's why I said, I think it's the latter idea that it, it's it's an exercise in listening. Awareness of the presence of God that's, that's, through the that spirit work. of God yeah. in us, around us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the um, going on here says the biblical image of the spirit emphasized the senses, things known best by experiencing them, mm. which I think is really powerful too. And yeah. and in a context and in a honestly, even our particular um, kind of the culture of the groves has been very head, sure, right. But the spirit invites us. The biblical images of the spirit invite us to engage all of our senses. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so, even the word, right? Even the linguistics. Yeah. To, to use my head to talk about, yeah. right? Please. Even, even the <laughs> even the word that gets translated spirit is uh-huh. the same word for breath, right. for for ruach. wind, ruach. right? Yeah, ruach. Um, Say it correctly, please. Ruach. Okay. <laughs> or word. or pneuma. Yeah. In the Greek. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they and both languages do that. Both languages use those words right. to express wind or breath. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. even in the the word itself, it's not a clinical word, right? It's not a uh, the, the way that we use language. It's an artistic uh, expression, mm-hmm. a poetic expression. That that and it, I mean, sometimes I will sit and just think about that, and in prayer, where you breathe in, you know, and you think of that, like the breath. Uh, taking breath in, letting it out, this this um, engaging with the Spirit of God mm-hmm. that is everywhere. And um, yeah, so some of these images, right, that are that are experiential, the force of wind, mm. the intimacy of breathing, the instincts of a dove, the energy of fire, strong comfort, and the fragrant balm of oil. Mm. So those are some of the images that we have of. Yeah. of who, how, the way of the yeah. spirit. Um, These living metaphors mm-hmm. for us to understand what it is that God is doing. Yeah, they're active, aren't they? Yeah. And they're they're yeah. compelling. I think they they draw us and um, they awaken. Yeah. Um, 
the language of of like song of Solomon, right? It's like an arousal, like it mm-hmm. is like arousal of senses. Like yeah. we are meant to be. Um, I think um, there's a and and maybe because of past trauma or past abuse, right? We will be like, we want to deaden or mm. shut off some of those sensory yeah. things. But um, and which is why we need healing, right? Which is yeah. why we yeah. talk about being healed so that we can. And, and part part of that healing means that we are we can then be um, sensitive again yes. and and receive and understand and experience yeah. God in in those ways. Um, um, goes on and and the writer says of this commentary says the common image which all three meanings share um, is is that of invisible forces or life energies whose sources cannot readily be observed but whose effects are transparent and sometimes and this is where it caught me off guard because it's like spirit I'm like oh like yeah like wrap around me it's just like <laughs> oh yeah and the spirit does bring comfort that is yeah. one of the pieces of the yeah. spirit but also points out here sometimes the spirit is is even violent. Right. So he says here we need to be reminded that the wind, so the wind, right, Mm -hmm. the wind um, in the region of Palestine is not always a refreshing, cool or gentle breeze. Mm -hmm. But hot winds from the desert might bring crops to ruin and underline the fragility and vulnerability of the human sphere to the forces which persons cannot control or manipulate. And so, again, sort of the force of God, like that is also such a powerful yes and you see that in the stories of especially the prophets but also the the stories of kings that are anointed right the imagery of the balm of anointing oil Mm -hmm. the aromatics right the spirit Mm -hmm. of god coming down um and, and anointing the kings or anointing prophets and and that that can be like fire can be like that hot wind that brings judgment um on the wicked right and that is the yeah yeah we do ourselves a disservice if we don't see the entirety of um, the breadth and i think that's what imagery does for us is it can show us the range the full range of what you know so this wind um, you know, uprooting trees, yeah. you know, devastated the way that wind. We know, I mean, we know this, we've experienced, some of us have experienced, if you lived in the heartland of America, yeah. right? You experience yeah. the force of that wind or just stand at the ocean, right. the Oregon coast, right? It's, it is a, a forceful moving waves, right. crashing waves, like the power. Um, and it's, and it uh, can't be manipulated. Mm. It's not. Yeah, it's beyond. It's, it is way much beyond. Um, yeah. What human force can do. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the, one of the scriptures that they pointed to in this particular context and talking about, um, the power or the force or the, the range of, of the spirit is when Jesus, that moment that you were talking about. So Jesus is baptized, mm-hmm. spirit comes down like a dove, a descending on him, like a dove. And I've always wanted to ask, like, was there a dove or mm-hmm. like a dove, like in a fluttering bird like way? I don't know. Anyway, these are I don't know, all the like pictures we, I've always seen have just been all the illustrations yeah. is an actual dove. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but but one of the points here was that um, there is a there is a the dove is in kind of symbol of peace, mm-hmm. and they're pointing out like, hey, the spirit descended like a dove on Jesus. The spirit drove Jesus into the wilderness yeah. where he was fasting and tempted he for tested, forty days, yeah. and then into ministry, right. which was not peace in the way that our culture or context may talk about peace at times. Um, And so to align, so they were just pointing out sort of a theological corrective of like the spirit is just like this calm, peaceful, mm, Mm -hmm. like 
The imagery does not, the imagery and the activity of the spirit is right. not just a warm blanket right. to, you know, yeah. keep us safe and, and, yeah. and you know. Uh, well, because you have both, even in that story you're referring to, Jesus is comforted, right? He's comforted by the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. uh, after the yes, testing, yes. but he's pushed through that testing, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then he's driven out into uh, to ministry where he confronts mm -hmm. systems. I mean, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that's what he does. Yeah. He should uh, to teach and preach at synagogue and he confronts political, uh, religio-political systems, yeah. right? That maybe taking care of the poor. He says, I'm here to preach good news to, to the, the poor. poor. And that good to, news is... Yeah, to set captives yeah. free, right? Year to, of Jubilee, we talked about that. Yeah, yes. year of God's favor, debts are erased. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So this is, that's the work of the Spirit. Yes. The work of the Spirit in bringing in, the work of the Spirit as we see in Jesus affirming and identifying the call. Like, yeah. there's my son yeah. who I love and I'm well pleased with. Yes. Like, do we not need to hear those words mm. from God, from the Spirit yeah. saying, yes, you are mine. You belong to me. Like, we're, right? Yeah. The, the words of, of God, the Spirit coming on, but the Spirit also, you know, and, and arguably some of us during this time may feel like we have been driven into the wilderness, been yeah. driven into the desert place, um, being tested, being tempted in ways that we have not experienced before. Yeah. And the dependency or, the, you know, that, that it's the spirit, like, is this the spirit moving, mm. Uh, moving us, compelling us into those places? Yeah. Um, and, and, and what is, we don't know. I mean, this is the, the anxiety perhaps of the moment is, is the unknown that's on the other yeah. side, yeah. right? Um, then um, uh, um, in Jesus and then going into this ministry of uh, uh, preaching the good news right. to the poor. And, and could the spirit be doing that same kind of activity today in our I think there's always opportunity, the right? Yeah. 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 So um, um, next week, I want to talk more about the ways and in, in what we see from Scripture um, how or spirit like I want to talk more about about the um, what happens when we see what we see in scripture yeah. when the Holy Spirit comes in and uh, as Jesus promised to be an advocate to yeah. um, to um, empower them to be witnesses uh, to you know mm -hmm. um, we, I want to talk about all that stuff um, next week and so um, this week just um, yeah, I just wanted to, to start putting those images in our minds. Um, yeah. and, and, and encourage little, reliance yeah. on the Holy Spirit in this time. Yeah. Trusting, right? to, trusting yes. that the Spirit is, um, is, is with us. Yeah. And um, I love that, that image of hovering over the, the darkness and the, right. the deep. Yeah. Um, um, the chaos, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, to me, that's such a helpful image in this in this era is um that image of the holy spirit ready mm -hmm. to do his work and that story anyone who talks to me about genesis always hears me talk about this because i think it's such a powerful piece is that god is seen in genesis as being effortless in his uh defeat of chaos right it wasn't a battle no because other evil right or other ancient Near Eastern stories of that time were stories of epic battles, 
between gods and that's how creation came about that's how humanity was formed in, in the the story of of yahweh it was uh, spoken he spoke right and the whole spirits at work hovering over the wall you know it was just effortless um for god well i think we should pray um, maybe you can lead us and close us out here and just pray that God would speak, yeah. you know, send his word, mm-hmm. speak over um, um, our congregation and people who are, yeah, so wherever we're at. And so maybe a practice right now, we've done this, um, is um, um, for me, it's just like getting in a posture of receiving, which is like this for mm-hmm. me. So this is this is both my release and my receive, um, but um, just getting in a posture of, of receiving what God has for us today and allowing the spirit of God that is uniting us all, the spirit of God that lives in you, that lives in me, um, to, um, yeah, to, to do the work that the spirit needs to do in us. Yeah. But for God to speak the word and to call. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Let's pray. Well, we're, um, we're so grateful, God, for your love, for your grace, for the presence of your Holy Spirit in our lives and, and um, your presence in the midst of the, the hardest times. God, I ask that you forgive us when we are unable to recognize uh, that you're there. We know you have grace for us um, and you know our fears and you know our anxieties and you know our disorders. And, and yet you still love us and you provide and you make ways. Lord, so um, do that work in us. God, let us be open to uh, hearing and, and recognizing that you are present and that you are at work and God, that you you long to do work in this desert time or or chaos time or um, sequestered time, however it is, it's impacting us. Um, but we know and trust that you long to do work in this time. Even if that work is to allow rest and um, allow us to to change slowly and quietly. God, we love you, and, and we ask that you, I ask right now, God, for uh, the family that's listening, God, that um, the anxieties would be calmed by your spirit right now. Holy Spirit, just into every home uh, that gets a chance to worship together today, God, that your Holy Spirit um, would just be at work. Lord, for all of us that are gathered in this room, Lord, that we would um, become more sensitive God, and we would hear your presence, experience your presence. God, prepare us, God, to consider what it meant when you poured out your spirit on people and they spoke the languages of the nations and the image of you drawing people from all over the world together to be your people. God, prepare us to to consider that this next week um, and to move ourselves towards Um, a greater understanding of the work that you're doing in the world, God. Lord, help us in this this divided time in our country. We know your spirit can, can bring peace, but help us to recognize, Lord, when your spirit is actually uh, carving things up, God, 
help us be sensitive uh, to you, Lord. We love you, God, and we, we trust you with ourselves and with our, our families. Uh, protect us. Keep us safe. Pour your blessing out on everybody here, God. Lord, let them experience your love and uh, that sense of comfort from you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, love you guys. <laughs>